Welcome to the Stronger Than Autoimmune podcast. I'm your host, Desiree Worland. As an autoimmune warrior myself, I understand that day-to-day, even moment-to-moment, living with autoimmunity isn't easy. You're not alone. This podcast is to give hope to living with an autoimmune disease. I will interview individuals living with autoimmune disease along with experts and businesses to help provide knowledge and hope. Before I introduce my next guest, here is an ad that made this podcast possible. Hey, Autoimmune Warriors, in today's episode, I interview David Roberts from Myra Labs to speak about Broccolite Supplement. David has more than 20 years of experience in quantitative research. He holds master's degrees in public health from Johns Hopkins and in biomedical engineering from the University of Virginia. His work has helped bring the first bioavailable sulforaphane supplement called Broccoli to market. Sulforaphane is a sulfur-containing compound derived from cruciferous vegetables like broccoli. We talk about the difference of other sulforaphane products in the market, and we go over the benefits of sulforaphane, like inflammation, detoxification, brain health, and how individuals with autoimmune disease can benefit from the supplement. So let's get started. All right. Thank you, David, for joining me on the Stronger Than Autoimmune podcast. Oh, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So I'm wondering, let's get started with what is your role at Myra Labs? Yeah, so um, I'm one of the founders. So uh, Mara actually was my uh, wife. She passed away five years ago, uh, Wednesday. Uh, and so we um, basically, um, she she was kind of a pioneer in a lot of things, but she really wanted to treat her cancer. It was breast cancer, and she wanted to treat her cancer um integratively so some um, more traditional and some more um, alternative and so we ended up growing her cancer cells in our lab and um, and put uh, 60 different uh, supplements on them to see what actually was affecting and killing them from a natural standpoint and uh, sulfurofen was the the thir- number three and directly killing her type of cancer and so we actually started, um, <clears throat> I went out to buy it, but realized that there's no sulfurifin, uh that you can buy because it's not, it's not stable. And so we ended up um, growing um, a, a lot of broccoli sprouts. The, the broccoli supplements on the market have the precursor chemical called glucoraphanin, which really doesn't do anything. Um, they may transform into sulfurifin if you have the right gut bacteria, but a lot of people who actually need the sulfurifin don't have the right gut bacteria. And so, um, so we grew broccoli sprouts and, um, and it ended up, um, about four years after that, one of my uh, good friends, uh, John Gilday, um, who was, uh, his wife had cancer. He's a researcher at University of Virginia. And uh, as an expert in cancer, he actually um, came to us and was like, I think I stabilized sulfurifin. And so um, at that point, I was with another supplement company called Restore. And, um, and so she ended up um, starting to raise the seed money to bring this. She was like, we got to get this out to people. 
And, um, and then unfortunately she started declining past, uh, she died a few months later. Um, and then the seed money with the seed money, we ended up starting the, this, uh, Mar labs. And so, um, and so, yeah, a lot of what we do stems from cancer, but it's really about health. It's about making sure people who, um, have tools to to live lives they want to live and and really um it's multi-generational we want grandparents to be able to be active with their grandchildren not just be the armchair grandparents that you kind of stereotypically see and also um parents to be there for their kids graduations um their weddings that sort of thing but i mean my family we're doing great um but the question is you know how much better would we be if Mara is still around. Um, and so that's sort of the impetus for our supplement company. And, and, um, and so my role is, is really um, organizing that, directing that, um, spearheading, spearheading that. Wow, um, my condolences. And she sounds like an amazing person to want to give health to not just people with cancer, but everybody. And create life from what is giving us life. It sounds like. Absolutely. Yeah. No, she was, uh, <laughs> she, she was a firecracker for sure. Um, <laughs> very, very amazing woman. So. Cause I've reaped the benefits and of all supplements, why, or how, how did you said that you picked out like 19 or 20 of them? What did this particular supplement do that you noticed? Yeah. So, um, so the, our, the first supplement we brought to market and, and our whole kind of, um, we, we, we love supplements. We use supplements all the time. Like, so I have three, three, uh, business partners and, um, and all of us are very pro health, pro natural supplement. Um, but our niche is really bringing things to market that, where we see holes in the, in the supplement industry. And so sulforaphane, which is the good chemical that comes from broccoli was the first. And so it was discovered in 1992 up at Johns Hopkins university. And since then, there've been 2000 research papers on this molecule, but the, the issue, as I mentioned, was it's not stable. It, and, and so if you try to if you, you can make it, but if you try to put it in a capsule, it, it degrades and it's not shelf stable. It'll be gone within day, one or two days. And so what we bring to the market is a shelf stable sulforaphane. Now, what it does is it's, it, I, I only talk about three things because there's 37 different pro health mechanisms in the peer reviewed science. So it starts to sound like snake oil, like, um, but, but basically, okay. Yeah, it does. Um, but one of the three things I talk about is inflammation. So it's very potently in, anti-inflammatory, which means it, it will um, impact, let's say you have pain in your joints. Um, it'll it'll uh, benefit that. It'll reduce the pain uh, actually within hours. So we did an internal study uh, on six people looking at um, IL-6, which is a downstream of uh, NF-kappa-B, which is the holy grail for the pharmaceutical companies trying to um, get at an anti-inflammatory uh, pharmaceutical. And so um, it dropped IL-6 30% in 24 hours. 
It's a, in just one dose. Wow. So that's enough. So you can start feeling things significantly. And so, um, we ended up, uh, so inflammation, inflammation, um, is really significant. And then also brain health, we talk about brain health. And so, um, we have, uh, something called, uh, all of us have a BDNF, um, which is called, which is short for brain derived neurotrophic factor. BDNF is at the center of brain health. And so sulforaphane so actually increases and upregulates BDNF um, when you take it. And so basically um, what it does is it, it preserves existing neurons and then it, it uh, actually creates new neurons, which when I went through uh, school, we didn't think was possible, but now we know it is possible. And so that what part of that is it's... Um, Another way to put it, it's neuroplasticity. And so um, so it's really great for uh, brain health. You'll, if you go to PubMed, um, you'll, you can see a lot of papers or a, a decent number of papers on, um, on various brain health issues, uh, dementia related. Um, and then the third thing is detox. So, um, you know, detox, you don't go around and say, hey, you know, I feel less, less, less toxic today. Um, but no, you don't. You don't. Yeah. So we don't talk about that one a lot. However, it's crazy good for detox. And so um, there are papers on different metals, aluminum, mercury, um, where it can get it out of the body. There's um, a great study out of China. If you've been to Beijing, you'll know it's very polluted air, with air pollution. It's a huge amount of smog. And so they did a, a study there, uh, for actually Hopkins did a study there looking at um, air pollution and the different um, benzene-related um, pollutants that get into your um, bloodstream through your lungs and you end up, uh, and so they get, did a, um, they grew broccoli sprouts actually and made a broccoli sprout beverage, gave it to these participants in the study and then measured what came out in um, in the urine. And so, and there was a lot of different pollutants that came out. Um, and so, and then like at holiday parties uh, during Christmas, you know, I'll, I'll bring some to parties and, and people let's say that they'll have um, different uh, alcoholic beverages and it really helps with processing uh, alcohol. Um, and, and it's not something we highlight, but, but, you know, it, it, you don't want it people, you know, just, you know, buying extra during the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. No, I, I, I like how you are focusing on just three aspects of it. And a lot of people don't talk about detoxification as much as, as they should or how to really do it not, um, in a better way. Because yes. there's all these different remedies, but it sounds like you're getting all these things in, in, one, in one supplement, you know, yeah. the snake oil, I'm kidding. <laughs> Yeah, well, it, I mean, I'm like, oh my gosh, this because you know it's hard. You start talking more and more and more about what it does. It's, people are like, yeah, that's that. If it sounds too good to be true, it typically is, and I agree. Um, but uh, in this scenario, it actually works. So, and and the great thing is, we have not done any any really any published studies. All we do is show that we have sulforaphane in the capsule, and so. <clears throat> and so people can actually read these third-party studies to see what it does. Yeah. And just like you said, go to PubMed, get all the information. If you, if you want extensive information on 
the many aspects of suffering. Exactly. And I know with this particular supplement, it's not just sulforaphane in there. You have other ingredients to help accelerate its its uses. So would you mind just talking about why these particular supplements go with this sulforaphane? Yeah, well, so in so we we make the supplement from broccoli seed and and um, there's a whole family of molecules called um, isothiocyanates um, that are related. They're kind of cousin chemicals to sulforaphane that are naturally occurring in the broccoli seed. And there are, are around um, probably over 10 of them in, that, that occur. And they all work in synergy together. So, um, and so you read about, you know, these, these Hopkins studies where they take the broccoli sprouts and make a beverage. Um, well, that, that has all of the different molecules combined in it. Now there's, uh, and, and you also, um, there's also several papers out about the good chemical that comes from watercress. It's called PEITC. It's a phenethyl isothiocyanate and, and it has, um, and so that molecule combined with sulforaphane is known to have a, a, a five, three to five times effect. Um, and so it's with synergy, it's actually, you know, um, an additive effect is one plus one equals two. A synergistic effect is one plus one equals three. One plus one equals five. It's, it's more than its own um, effects combined. And so that actually happens. And that's why we add this molecule from watercress into our supplement. That's the plus in broccoli plus. And, um, and so, yeah, that's, that's why we work. Yeah, and that's what makes your well. Uh, other than you mentioned, I mean, you could see on the website that this supplement is a lot different from other supplements. Not only because it's extracted properly, but it sounds like you're putting the right other molecules to create it to have a synergistic effect on the body. You're just not taking sulforaphane on its own. Yeah, and there, there's one other company. Um, that has a stabilized sulforaphane product, and they actually do a chemical extraction. We do a water extraction, a natural extraction, and um, and and they use um, uh, solvents, and they end up just extracting the sulforaphane, and and they have more sulforaphane in their capsule than we do. However, they don't impact the good um, pathway. It's called N NRF two, the same way because we have these other molecules. And so uh, it's, 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 a, it's a really hard message to get across to consumers because you know it's, um, it's really scientific. And so we, we end up just are like, hey, just try it. We'll give you your money back <laughs> in 60 days if you don't like it, but this is what it does. Um, and so, you know, it's, but yeah, it it uh, it does actually. It's very very potent with these other molecules in it, and so we actually do have a kids version, which we we our, our customer service team often, uh, if if adults actually have issues taking the broccoli plus, we'll we'll direct them to the broccoli kids, 
because it has half the dose of sulforaphane and it does not have the PEITC because that combo is really, it's, it's, it, it's extremely potent. It, um, so what, um, since you said that some people may same adults may have some problems taking, what would they run across? The main thing is, um, gut issues. And so, um, you know, I like to say if, if you notice an effect, uh, if you notice anything, um, it's, it's actually, it means it's working. And so, you know, people can have what's called small, uh, SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. And if that, if that's the case, so basically you have bacteria kind of growing up from your colon into your small and lower small intestine. Well, if you're, ta you're taking something like broccoli, um, there'll be a die off and that can impact uh, how you feel. Um, so nausea is the biggest, uh, about a quarter of the people who take it are nauseous. That does not happen if they take it with food. And so we'll, um, we'll say, hey, take it with food. And then if they actually have other issues, we'll say half the dose or try the broccoli kids and kind of titrate up. And so if there are uh, bacterial overgrowth issues, they titrate, titrate up. So, you know, go with half a dose or a kid's dose and then kind of build up to a regular dose, then um, that tends to mitigate the issues. Thank you for explaining that. And I have had nausea taken it on it. So. I have too. It's like, it's because it's, it, it actually is really potent. And, and yeah, if you take it on an empty stomach, it's like, blah. So. <laughs> yeah, I was at Target once and I, I was tearing up the almonds and whatever I could get. It's like the heat flashes, you're like, okay, it's coming. It's coming. Yes, I could feel it. <laughs> um, well, thank you for explaining that. And also, since we're on the subject of the microbiome, I know you also saw another supplement um, with curcumin. Can yeah. you explain the effect of curcumin on the microbiome? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So all of our supplements really um, impact the microbiome positively. And so what that means is, um, you know, there, there's, there are different um, families, different species of, of gut bacteria that, that um, you want in, in to comprise your microbiome. And really, the goal is um, diversity. The goal is having a high diversity of supplements, or I'm sorry, excuse me, high diversity of bacteria in um, comprising your microbiome. And so, what what we um, what we really uh, want to have happen is our supplements impact the microbiome positively. And so, I, I will talk about it's it, the Kirkland product is called Kirkleet, but um, broccoli. Actually, there's a study that came out um, this past year that showed that um, good um, that so it, it was on mice and it looked at the um, uh, old mice and young mice and and one of the fascinating things that happened was uh, that this study showed was that that's the um, the old mice had an older microbiome. Younger mice had a younger microbiome, yeah. but if you gave the old mice sulfurifen, it actually made them, uh, them have the younger microbiome. 
And so that's so, so in essence, it's an anti-aging strategy. Now, what happens with um, with curcumin um, is uh, not exactly the same thing, but what it does is, um, and this is really uh, all, I'd say all, all good foods um, can shift your microbiome positively. And so if you're taking curcumin uh, or curcolite, which is in, uh, the curcumin is in our uh, in in the curcolite product. It actually um, can impact your microbiome positively and shift it towards um, a more healthy microbiome. Now, what it also does is, and what how our product differs from a lot of different products is, um, it doesn't just stay in the gut. And so, a lot if you're buying a curcumin product, 99 percent of them um, don't really get into the body in a, a biologically relevant way. It doesn't, you know, it's great for your gut, but it won't help your knee pain, for instance, uh, or your hip pain. And so what we say is, hey, take some, some curcumin um, or cur curcolite, and, um, and if you want to impact your um, knee pain. Uh, or your hip pain, or your joint pain, or or any inflammatory response. So curcumin is actually the best natural molecule at impacting the pro-inflammatory pathway called NF kappa B. And so um, now the uh, all, all all curcumin supplements can impact the microbiome positively, but un unfortunately, you know, like I said, ninety nine percent of them they just you you'll get people feel a benefit because the curcumin stays in the gut and, and that's not a bad thing. You know, it's, it's actually, uh, our guts see, especially nowadays, even if you're trying to eat really healthily, um, they see a lot of different pro-inflammatory things like glyphosate, which is Roundup, which is in genetically modified foods. If you eat out, it's almost impossible not to get a bad oil. Um, and so, which is a, a vegetable oil, which would have, soybean oil, cottonseed oil, um, or corn oil. Um, and so those are really pro-inflammatory. And so our, most people's guts are super inflamed and the curcumin really cools it down. Um, and so we're big fans of, you know, curcumin that actually stays in the gut. But what we bring to the market is if you have knee pain, our curcumin will impact that, not just stay in the gut. And so that's, that's, that's the difference. And, and, and in terms of microbiome, it definitely improves the, the composition, improves the diversity, um, and, and uh, really all of our supplements will do that. Okay. And since most of my audience is coming from the autoimmune, you know, they're all uh, suffering from that, I know that there's a relationship, you know, 99.9% .9 of the people that have an autoimmune condition have a microbiome condition, but from your expertise, what would you recommend a person with autoimmune take? Your 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 loved one is suffering from autoimmunity. What, yeah. what would you recommend? Yeah, um, and so my understanding of autoimmune, you know, and it's not my I'm not an expert. However, um, I do know a little bit. And so my understanding would be basically, you know, autoimmune 
um, is really your your um, with, uh, your your body is seeing foreign things over and over and over again, and so there's a progression, right? So it goes from um, maybe sensitivities um, where you're sensitive to certain things um, to to more allergies. And then over that, over even longer periods of time, those allergies can turn into um, the body, the autoimmune, so the body turning on itself. And so um, it's really a, a huge immune immune response. Um, and the first, the one of the basic things to do, and, uh, and one of the basic reasons for that is um, the body sees foreign things when the gut is open. And so it is an autumn, it is a microbiome issue, but it's also a gut um, lining barrier issue. And so um, sulforaphane, which is active in molecule in broccoli, is a master regulator of tight junctions, which are the, um, the gut barriers. Um, and so I'd say take broccoli um, first for the, the gut barrier function, um, not just because we sell it, <laughs> but because that's what the research says. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but also the great thing um, about sulforaphane is it regulates, um, uh, it does a great job of modulating immune, the immune system, which is what, um, what people with autoimmune need. And so um, it works with both Th1, Th2, immune D um, and, and in a balanced way. Um, and so, yeah, I'd start with it. You know, it, I'd say, I say everyone's different. There's no silver bullet. I don't believe that for one minute, um, but try it. You know, again, we have an uh, unconditional money back guarantee. Um, so people can try it and to see if it works for them. And if it doesn't, it's fine. It's okay. We'll give you your money back. You know, that's, that's basically our, we want it, we want it to be a win-win. So, um, but yeah, the research is there with a sulforaphane for sure. Thank you for explaining all those different pathways and, you know, in a way that people could understand. And I've been taking it and I really felt a big difference. And I've got my husband to start taking it and he's felt a difference with his basketball, his, his joints. And I mean, he doesn't miss a day. He even asked me, did you take yours? So, um, great. What have you felt? Oh, less achy. Um, and I personally didn't know about the, the, the connection with the brain and sulforaphane. So I've been more clear headed. I mean, it's taken some time. I mean, this is, I've been suffering from autoimmune disease for quite some time. If I think about um, this is probably maybe 14, 15, but it just got worse over the past few years, but um, less joint pain, inflammation, and I take extra if I'm having a particular flare that day. And yeah. it seems to, by the evening or a few hours later, I feel better. I feel like that inflammation, the the bloating and the puffiness and the redness is really created a difference. And then cognitively, I've been able to get through my brain fog a little bit faster. Yeah, that's <laughs> wonderful. Days. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I will say, um, 
and I wonder if you or your husband have noticed this, but basically one of the ways you can notice the, that it stimulates brain-derived neurotrophic factor is people who take it often have very vivid dreams. Uh, and so um, that's one if uh, that's one way uh, if, if people are like, ah, I'm not noticing it does anything. And I'm like, have you noticed any dream, you know, vivid dreams? They're like, oh my gosh, that's that? And, um, <laughs> I have actually, yeah. He hasn't, but I'm thinking, well, maybe because he's bigger. I don't know. He's six two. You know, yeah. Yeah. It could, it, that's, that's, that's a fair, that's uh, a fair thing. So yeah, maybe if he, give him an extra capsule, see what happens. <laughs> Pump some more in him. But I will say too, um, you know, we talked about the synergy between PEITC and sulforaphane. It, uh, there's also a very strong three to five times synergy with curcumin. Um, that, and that is in uh, two papers and that's uh, in the period science. It's what we showed internally as well. And so, um, you know, if you're, you know, if you're taking one of them, you may want to try the other just to see, you know, what the synergistic, synergistic effect um, does for, for your specific um, condition. Thank you. Thank you. And I remember asking you this, you know, over the phone, can you take too much or is there a limit? <laughs> That's, that, that's <laughs> taking yeah. bottles at a time. Yeah. Well, so, you know, there's, there's the, um, the whole, like, don't take too much ibuprofen because you can, uh, and, and so, um, what, if you overdose on, on a pharmaceutical, what happens is your kidneys will die. Um, and that happens with Tylenol that happens with ibuprofen and it's, it's with the, there are these cells called renal proximal tubule cells um, that are basically the most sensitive cells in the body. And so what we do to answer that question is we culture them in our lab. We'd put um, different various amounts of sulforaphane or actually broccoli, not just pure sulforaphane, though we put pure sulforaphane on it too. And, um, and what we found is actually when you put pure sulforaphane on, end up dying um so it does have a lethal dose it's called the lethal dose 50 where 50 percent of the the renal proximal tubule cells die and but when you put broccoli on not only do do the kidney cells or renal proximal tubule cells not die they grow oh, and so that's wow. that's like uh so our scientist john gilday um who is the brains behind he's the gentleman that stabilized sulforaphane he um, runs a kidney lab uh, at University of Virginia, expert in kidneys. Um, he's like, I've never seen this before. Um, and so, <clears throat> so from that standpoint, you can't overdose. You will um, get, as we have, you and I have both experienced, <laughs> you will get nauseous way before you, you know, at some point when you take too much, you'll, you'll start getting nauseous. Um, so that's, there's not a, a danger of hurting your body, but you will get nauseous. So okay. yeah, watch out for that. Watch out. <laughs> All right. And what have you personally noticed? I know we mentioned about nausea, you know, taking it alone without any food, but since you started your founder, 
and I know you've probably done a lot of experimenting, not only on mice, but on yourself. So what have you noticed for yourself? Yeah. So, um, you know, early on after Mara died, um, I, I'm not a good guitar player, but I, I enjoy playing guitar and I had really, um, I couldn't play more than 10 minutes, um, because of my, um, my, the pain in my um, knuckles and joints, in my hands. Um, and that, like, once we um, had sulfurifin, you know, ready to go, that I noticed that pretty quickly, that that pain subsided. Um, I've noticed hip pain. Um, so it's a, it's a pain that I didn't notice I had. Uh, my son and I went camping, in, and this is where I think you read this, um, we went camping in Colorado and, um, you know, Colorado is dry. It's cool. I was not thinking my sulfurifen would go bad. My broccoli would go bad, but like within a day it went bad. And, um, and so you notice it because when it, when you open the capsule, it's chunky, it's not powdery. Um, and it turns black, brown, brown. Um, it's tan and then turns kind of a chocolate brown. Um, and so, the good thing, the, one of the amazing things about sulfurifen is, 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 and one of the ways it, it does work as you know, anti-inflammatory is turns on 200 different um, antioxidants. And so it, it impacts the genes um, through the NRF2 pathway. And so unlike an uh, antioxidant like vitamin C, where one vitamin C molecule interacts with one pro-oxidant and neutralizes it, what sulfurifen does, it turns on the gene and it stays on uh, for 72 hours. And so I had 72 hours where I was feeling fine. And then like toward the last two days of the camping trip, I'm like, I've not felt my hips in four years, you know? And I'm like, oh, my, <laughs> my hips. <laughs> and uh, so that was pretty remarkable to, to, to have that experience. Um, so I'd say for me, I notice you know joint, joint pain when I don't have it. Uh, uh, when I did have it, you know that it went away early on, you know, four years ago, five years ago, and then um, as in this one instance where I was without it, um, I noticed the the, the hip pain. Um, what else do I notice? Um, you know, I have had vivid dreams. Um, it's not. I think that can that can wear off over months or years. Um, but it's, it's a way that you know, people who are taking it early on really do notice it more vividly. Um, so, so yeah, I'd say more, mostly the pain for me. Yeah. I, I remember my dreams were more vivid towards the beginning and yeah. now it's every once in a while, it's not as often. Exactly. I'm wondering about how, because we were talking about, I live in Texas and you, yes. know, you went camping. So I'm wondering how's the oxidation? Cause you said it goes from tan to chocolate brown. That's when you know it oxidizes. What is heat since you're being mailed? Yeah. Capsules, what was the effect on? You know, it's interesting. Um, we, um, so when I did go camping, I left a bottle in the 
in the car because we can't we drove up to a trailhead um you know and and it it fluctuated but it did get hot in the car and the, the bottle was sealed and i opened it and i and it was fine um so i think moisture is really the biggest issue okay with sulfurofen um if it gets over i think 175 um, that's when it begins to start um, uh, degrading. And so, um, you know, hopefully Texas is hot, but not that hot. <laughs> yes. No, no. Thank goodness it's not that hot. <laughs> okay. And I know we talked about a little bit anti-aging. Yeah. And I saw the recent post that you yes. did that you're going to start exper experimenting. How does sulforaphane play part in glutathione um, pat or yes. the, the production yeah 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 um so and could you just go a little bit backwards about what that study was sorry <laughs> so the study so um it's been really neat i mean it's it's been neat um you know being a scientist and appreciating different things um you know we'll, we'll have our team meeting every tuesday and the last I think the last three Tuesdays, we have a, a science moment. People can share. John uh, Gilday has shared the last two weeks some like really mind blowing studies. And last week was on um, basically, <clears throat> uh, it was a study, um, and I forget where it was out of, uh, but it was on um, participants that were ages between 60 and 80. Oh, Baylor. Texas. Yeah. yeah, Texas. There we go. Um, thank you. And so, um, and so what, what they did was they gave um, participants these two amino, amino acids. Actually, one is a uh, NAC with cysteine as the amino acid, but it's N-acetylcysteine, NAC, which was in the, it's been in the news recently where the FDA is trying to yeah. regulate it and everyone's in the uproar and I think they're backing off. Uh, they're trying to make it into pharmaceutical, but it's been a, a supplement since the sixties and people are like, I mean, it's, it's actually really interesting. You watch it and we don't sell it. We, it's we're not, we don't have a dog in the fight, but, but like to see really people pushing policy, it's been interesting to see like, okay, it doesn't look like you're going to win this one. Um, but NAC, which you can still buy, I think I, I bought some from Vitacost. Um, they, it's not where I get shop, you know, but it's where I, I get a few things. Um, I, I'm big uh, on the Vitacost resveratrol because we have tested on cells and that you can get a <clears throat> capsule that has a half a gram of resveratrol. Um, anyway, so I think I got a bunch right when they announced they're pulling it. Um, and um, so uh, I'm not sure they still it's still on there, but wherever you can get some NAC, get you it. Bought them out. I did not buy them out. <laughs> bought a lot. Um, yeah. And so, and then I got uh, glycine and I got it. Um, and so the, it, one of the issues with supplements is if you get them in capsules, they have flow agents, they have uh, um, and different fillers it's just it's really kind of a crummy thing and so we don't do any of that we don't have fillers we don't have flow agents we we make it in this facility that i'm sitting at 
and um, <clears throat> and we just stuff as much of our of our powder in the capsules as we can, specifically so people you know be, because you know where our our origin is from my wife's cancer journey, and so we want people to get as much not not because they have cancer, but, but just so that they can live healthily. And so, um, but interestingly, you know, I, I've come across capsules that have 60% is pea protein. It's like, and, and, you know, so, <clears throat> you know, we get one of the criticisms we have is, you know, why don't you put more capsules in your, in your bottles, your bottles are too big, too, you know, too big. And, and, and the end of the day, if you do the math, you really pull um, the veil back on the supplement industry. Most of what people were buying is, is they would be appalled if they really did understood what they're buying. Um, so that's one, one tip, but I buy glycine from, um, bulk supplements. It's, it, um, a lot of what they bring in is, um, is not from the U S um, some comes from China. I don't know where this glycine comes from. But I like it in that it, you don't have to worry about filler. It's just bulk. And so you just, you know that what you're getting is the glycine and, and um, bulk supplements does do, <clears throat> they do um, testing on it. And so, you know, um, it's, it, there could be a better solution, a better uh, source, but that's, that's what I've, uh, I've gotten. And so I just take a, you know, it's like a third of a taste of tablespoon is a gram. So I do three grams to do a tablespoon and then I'll take, uh, I do th I'll do three grams. So this study is uh, for people 60 to 80, they take seven grams of each. That's a ton. That's like, it's some megadose. And so, um, and then they did, the study also had um, their controls. It was a, a, a double-blinded control trial and the controls took 14 grams of alanine which is another amino acid that doesn't, so that doesn't imp impact um, glutathione production. What glycine and N-acetylcysteine does is it it increases glycine production. So you know, I'm, I just turned fifty on Saturday. Um, yeah, happy birthday! And so, um, and a lot of uh, I'm you know fascinated with like how do we um, how do we roll back or even maintain or whatever your, your biologic age? I can't do anything about my um, chronological age, but I can do something about biological. And so, um, and so I, uh, I don't think I need seven grams of each. So I'm, I've been doing three grams of NAC, three grams of um, glycine, and together those produce glutathione, which is the master antioxidant. And apparently, you know, I don't think we had seen it before this study, but, you know, most people as they age, um, they're deficient in glutathione. Um, <clears throat> most people also don't take sulforaphane, which is, oh, the, which is in broccoli and broccoli, the sulforaphane and the NRF2 pathway, um, increases, um, glutathione production. So what I've done is not only kind of, um, so basically in taking these amino acids, I'm giving them, giving my body the building blocks, but then with sulforaphane, I've increased the dose from um, 10 milligrams to 15 to 20 milligrams 
Um, and um, so I'm increasing the sulforaphane dose to stimulate the the production. And um, I, I, you know, I haven't, I didn't do a baseline to, of my, um, you know, different aging factors that they did in the study, um, which probably would have been good. And I may do that actually before I continue, but, um, but that's. I was that's, just about to ask, did you do before and after? <laughs> what am I thinking? Yeah. Um, actually I'm getting, I get my, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I get my antibodies, COVID antibodies taken every month. And so it'd be really easy for them to just grab, grab my blood and do these tests. And I think uh, that's either today or tomorrow. So I may, I, prob I probably will call my doctor and be like, Hey, I need some, some of the, I want, I want this marker, this marker. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for asking, uh, answering that question. Yeah, I yeah, think absolutely. getting into how, and I also read on one of your blog posts about how sulforaphane actually helps with uh, hair loss. Yes, this is where, you know, when I, I've shared three benefits and this is the fourth, <laughs> this is where it's just like, you know, people are like, okay, sure. Um, snake oil. Snake oil. We, um, I would, I'm, I've no doubt I would be completely bald right now if I wasn't taking it. Um, and, but most of our testimonials come from, um, older women who love us because their, their hair has come back <laughs> and, um, it's really, it's really sweet. It's, I mean, they're just so appreciative. Um, but yeah, basically what it, it does it for men, it does it for women, but there's, um, a form of testosterone called DHT, um, that, that when elevated causes balding. Um, and so, so that the, it, it ends up downregulating that form of testosterone, but, you know, for the for I guess anybody out there who's concerned about balding, really it's the, there's a, um, this muscle here. They've noticed um, people who do, and I've never done it, but Botox, um, there it ends up loosening this muscle or the cartilage or whatever's up there and your hair comes back. And so um, there was a paper, if you massage your, your, your areas like right around here, yeah. it can, really be beneficial to your hair loss. <laughs> I immediately think of Elmer Fudd, you know, he's putting, is it Elmer Fudd? Yes. Elmer, <laughs> Where he's putting that oil and massaging and Bugs Bunny's on top of it. But it actually helps. All right. Yes. <laughs> we get some good tips here. Yes. And thank you. Um, and my last question, I really appreciate your time because I know yeah, you're so absolutely. busy and, um, Anything that you think that would help my autoimmune audience that we haven't talked about? Yes. Um, gosh, I'd say again, it's not my area of expertise, but um, you know, from a inflammatory perspective, um, you know, I have a friend who has. Um, uh, autoimmune issues and she can't take broccoli, uh, which is, I'm like, oh. but she also, I think has small bacterial overgrowth. Um, one of our blog 
post recently was on um, this yogurt that really impacts SIBO. Um, and it's, and a lot of yogurt out there, <clears throat> um, actually all consumer, you know, yogurt you buy in the store has in, in the hundreds of millions, like a hundred million per eight ounces of bacteria. But this, this book called Super Gut, which I'd recommend people with gut issues reading, um, that he shares how, and, and I share in this blog post, how to make uh, a yogurt that had, instead of a hundred million, it has a trillion, so it's 10,000 times more bacteria. Um, and what that does is it actually, if you're, if you have, um, bad bacteria in your lower small intestine, it really, um, can populate it and um, with beneficial bacteria. Um, and so that's, I would say, one thing to consider. And again, you know, we're talking, that's microbiome, but people, like you said earlier, people with autoimmune can have issues with microbiome. There's a, really an overplay, uh, uh, kind of concentric circles. Um, and then um, my old supplement company, um, Restore, which is now Ion, um, it, it's a liquid supplement <clears throat> that's, um, that can also in, in different, it has a different pathway, different mechanism, um, but benefits, uh, can benefit gut, can benefit uh, gut bacteria, it can be, and it, it benefit, um, that kind of chronic inflammatory response in the gut, um, and the tight junctions as well. So, you know, I'd say try broccoli first, try the yogurt second, try iron third, see, see, um, see, see if any of those help. Yeah. Be your own little experiment. sounds like. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, David. I appreciate your time. I know you're, like I said, you're busy and we'll, we'll definitely keep in touch. Absolutely. Well, Desiree, thank you for, um, you have had some great questions and thanks for really caring about health. And I know your folks that follow you and, and listen to you um, really benefit. So it's, it's good to, it's good to talk to you today. Thank you. Hey warriors. I hope you enjoyed this science heavy episode, but I believe David made the science easy to follow. If you're still hesitant to try broccoli, definitely look into the articles and talk to your physician to find out what is best for you. Remember, the best way to support the show is to leave a rating or review so others can find the podcast and share the episode with other fellow autoimmune warriors so they too can have hope and be stronger than autoimmune. Thank you for your support.